We might have gotten a little bit of an indication as to where Philip Gustafson's arbitration is going to go. We'll discuss that. Plus, Matt Boldy, one of the most valuable contracts in the NHL, and Marc-Andre Fleury on Record Watch, we discuss today on Locked on Wild. You're locked on wild. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota Wild. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of Locked On Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. If you are a first-time listener to Lockdown Wild, we welcome you in and hope that you stick with us through the rest of the offseason. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any of our new episodes throughout the course of the week. If you're an everydayer, you are here for episode number two today as we uh, gave you a little bonus episode here this morning. And uh, getting down to some interesting discussion topics here for episode two. We'll cover Matt Boldy's contract and how valuable it may end up being, according to The Athletic. We'll talk Marc-Andre Fleury climbing the leaderboard this season. And Philip Gustafson's arbitration hearing may get some influence from another goalie who just settled his. My name is Seth Topal, your daily Minnesota Wild insider, joined as always by Alex Micheletti here for a Micheletti Monday Alex, we are getting closer to Philip Gustafson's arbitration hearing. And I think we got a pretty good taste of kind of how this is going to go with Ilya Samsonov getting his contract situation resolved. Uh, 3.55 was uh, was the middle ground for uh, for Samsonov and uh, and the team. And so what do you think? Uh, is Gustafson going to come in? below above how, how do we think this impacts what philip gustafson's looking for right now yeah i mean i think it's gonna be pretty close uh to it uh you might might be a little bit higher um or i know i'm, I'm sure that gus camp is gonna try to aim a little bit higher because they probably think he's a little bit better of a goalie but uh uh you know i'm sure the wild are hoping that they can get it underneath that maybe like 3.2 um, yeah, so it's gonna it's gonna be very interesting. I, I hope I hope they can get you know more than just a one year out of this. But mm-hmm. um, you know the way way our you know deals it, you know seems that uh, you know yeah, it's just gonna end up being a one, and then hope for the you know when the uh, cap um, goes up next year that uh, you know some of these guys can get longer term deals. Yeah, I, I think that is kind of the expectation now there is money coming off the books next off season the cap is expected to raise by more than a million dollars but it is interesting because samsonov used the aiden hill deal as kind of his barometer which is setting the bar pretty high for the player and the team came in way way under like they were under three million dollars on their filing and so it is fascinating just how much you get in these situations the (laughs) hey me as the player that guy just i i think i'm worth this and then the team is like well how about this 
<laughs> arbitration to me is fascinating. It's it is. It's a grind because. <laughs> Well, you're Gustafson, dealing with a non-hockey person too. Yeah. yeah, and Gustafson, of course, ended up getting his hearing on like the last day. So waiting for this to all be resolved makes it worse. But it is it is interesting. I mean, we we saw it firsthand with Kevin Fiala last year, uh, two years ago. It's it's just fascinating to see kind of how this all plays together. And then, like you said, you just have that third party who then gets to take all the evidence and is like. Yeah, I'm going here. Yeah, it's so awkward. Like we've talked about in previous episodes, you don't want to ruin a, a relationship either. And that's, you know, I remember Brandon Duhame's like he said, I he heard horror stories of arbitration and he was so happy that um, um, or, you know, before he signed that, you know, he just wanted it to be done. And so, you yeah. know, it worked, worked out really well for him. So it, yeah. it'll be interesting because Gustafson has been vocal that he wants to be here. And so, you know, it, it does feel like it's just this off season is the most tight. That's the one that needs to require this sort of maneuvering because then you have next off season, but as we alluded to money coming off the books, cap raising. And then after that, you're home free. So if they can get something with him, if it ends up being a two year deal, you know, that takes care of, probably getting Jesper up here and acclimated to being the full-time starter. So maybe at that point, then that's all you really need is a two-year deal uh, for Gus at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on how he plays and yeah, it's uh, um, you know, that, that, that's, that works out perfect for the wilds timeline, I think. Um, and you know, if he, if he continues to play well, you know, then, you know, in the future you can look at extending him or, you know, like, you know, like we've talked about Jesper becoming, you know, the, the full time, you know, pretty early, uh, you know, still in his career. But, uh, you know, he was picked in the first round for a reason. Um, you don't see a ton of first round goalies, uh, but, uh, you know, he has the pedigree of, of being that, uh, you know, future Henrik Lundqvist type, uh, you know, Swedish goaltender, you know. And so, yeah, a lot, a lot of pressure on him. But, uh, you know, the way he's been you know, steadily climbing uh, the ranks, um, you know, in his early career, every, you know, every indication is he's, he's going to be the, you know, the alpha number one. Yeah. And so then at that point, it's like, we would like to have both of these guys to take pressure off of one or the other. But if, if they both profile as being starters, I mean, we, we saw how, and I know it's a little bit of a different situation, but we saw how things played out with Talbot and Flurry <laughs> in the situation where they both felt like they were the starters, and it and agents um, got involved. That was, that was yeah. not not did not end up well for Cam. So it, it's it's something that we just continue to see off in the distance that we'll deal with at some point uh, between now and the arbitration hearing. So until we get word that it's taken care of if there are goalie cases that come up we'll we'll take a look at them compared to Gus's case but beyond that there's not a whole lot that can be done until pen goes to paper so that uh, that is I suppose your Philip Gustafson arbitration update for this Monday now we've got a couple of interesting fun talkers the rest of the way because the athletic put together 
a list of the 10 most valuable contracts in the NHL. Wild player, we already spoiled it. Matt Boldy clocked in in the top 10. We'll tell you where as we continue today's episode of Lockdown Wild after this. Our next partner uses a product, has a product that I use on an everyday basis. And it all comes down to this. I am a person who was taking multivitamins, had just a ton, seven or eight different bottles of multivitamins. You put them all out on the counter and try to get them all in your system before you head off to the workday. And then I get to about noon or shortly after lunch and just absolutely crash. And that's where AG1 comes in because it simplifies your vitamin and supplement routine in the morning. One scoop. One scoop in a glass of water is all you need. And you are putting 75 high-quality vitamins right into your system. It also helps with energy, focus, strength, and clarity. I'm not falling asleep at my desk anymore at work and just feel better through the course of the day. If a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, try AG1 and you'll get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Just head to drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. That's drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Again, drinkag1.com slash NHL Network. Check it out today. Continuing today's episode of Lockdown Wild, once again, thank you for making Lockdown Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, as we mentioned on today's first episode, we've got Lockdown Wild Boot Camp coming up for you here August 1st. Going to just roll out everything that you need to know about the 2023-2024 season. Plans are in place as we speak, so keep an eye out for that uh, coming up August 1st. Seth Topol joined by Alex Micheletti. Alex, the athletic and more more specifically, Dom Lashusen put together a list of the top 10 best contracts in the NHL. And this used a bunch of metrics, including the likelihood, the percentage of value that a player is going to get towards their actual contract if they go over that expected value. And uh, Matt Boldy clocked in at number five. What we know, he signed the seven-year 7 million AAV deal. But as the athletic points out, as Dom Lashusen points out, there's the expectation that Matt Boldy is going to be able to offer a good value to this team, getting up to as high as a $12.5 million player near the end of the deal. And it's not only on offense, they're also projecting, and I think this is something that gets slept on a little bit, some good defensive value for Boldy throughout uh, his contract as well. Just all around a, a very, very good decision by the Wild to uh, to lock him in at that number early on. Yeah, and then the acquisition of uh, you know Marcus Johansson, who's probably going to play on the line with with Boldy. Uh, you know, really um, uh, skilled player that can can you know set up 
uh, you know, you know, for Boldy to score a bunch. And then with Boldy playing on the power play with Kaprizov and, and Zuccarello, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's setting up for him to, you know, have a, you know, big, you know, regular season and, uh, and then going forward too. And, uh, yeah, uh, you know, it's nice to have a good centerman like Eck, um, you know, as well, who's so plays so well defensively and, um, you know, is just a beast with the puck and, you know, he's got two guys that can, you know, can, can really help him, you know, succeed offensively. So yeah, uh, you know, I would agree with Dom's ranking right there for sure. Funny. You should mention Jewel Erickson Eck. He was an honorable mention in this. So, uh, it just goes to show you that, uh, some of these deals and I'll read what Dom has to say, uh, about Boldy. Uh, as he notes here, the contract is seven million over seven years, seven million each year for seven years. Surplus value that Boldy is expected to add to his contract is thirty-one point one million, which is a lot. And positive value probability is eighty-five percent. Timing is a big deal when it comes to contracts. Sometimes teams get lucky signing a player long term at a lower point in his trajectory before the inevitable explosion. Take Matt Boldy, for example. He burst onto the scene for the Wild during the 2021-2022 season with 39 points in 47 games, only to be hit by the sophomore slump to start the 2022-2023 season. In his first 42 games, Boldy had 12 goals and 29 points. Good, not great. It's at that point the Wild extended him for the next seven seasons at a respectable $7 million cap hit shortly after everything changed. Boldy closed the season with 19 goals and 34 points in his final 39 games. And it was the end of season surge that truly showed his potential. And that's why he's such a steal. Boldy went all of February without scoring a goal and had just four assists in 13 games. After that, he had 15 goals and 23 points in 20 games. The future wild superstar had fully arrived. It's unfair to expect that product uh, production going forward, but it is clear that Boldy is going to be a productive winger for the wild for years to come with some defensive edge to boot. Like the Sens with Stutzla, the Wild have Boldy locked up for his entire prime, and the 22-year-old is likely to get only better with age. And Alex, I think this is the big thing that we want to see with Matt Boldy is, yes, that month of March for him was phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It coincided with Kirill Kaprizov being out of the lineup, and it also... Was it also preceded that month of February in which he didn't have a goal? And so I think a lot of fans are super encouraged by that end of the season for Boldy, but would just like to see the consistent level and also showing the ability to be that number two guy when Kirill is in the lineup. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, I think fans, you know, they want to see a playoff goal, too. I don't think he has one, right? So it's uh, it makes, you know, you know, the, you can score all the regular season goals you want, but you have to produce in the playoffs, too. And mm -hmm. so, you know, I think he got a lot of tough love from Bill Guerin, too, um, you know, in the exit interviews. And you know, I think that's really going to fuel and motivate him you know, coming into this season. And, you know, he has a lot of expect high expectations on him because he has to he has to help you know, support Krill, um, you know, when they're not, you know, playing together, um, you know, on the power play, you know, at five at five, he's going to have to drive play on his line. And, uh, you know, he, you know, exactly like you said, be the, you know, number two and, you know, as this team, you know, as he 
goes on his career, um, he's going to be even put into higher spots, most likely with uh, mm-hmm. Zuccarello probably moving on. And so, you know, the hope is maybe you play him with uh, Kaprizov at some point, five on five. Every time they've done it, uh, you know, it's, you know, they do it in short spurts, like after after penalties are are expired. Um, you know, it's uh, you know, it's really fun fun to see those guys just how dominant they are together. I'll never forget the first time Dean did that. I was like, excuse me, (laughs) what what are we doing here? But he he does offer a little bit of that versatility that you can put him at center Mm -hmm. with Kaprizov and Zuccarello. And so here's to hoping we see more of that. I will note as well, interestingly enough, the athletic has projected value for Boldy uh, for 2023, 2024. And we're going to talk about projections more in depth as we get closer to the season. They have Boldy pegged for 32 goals and 40 assists. Yeah, I mean that with with the way the power play should be. I mean that is going to be a big chunk of his production. I I think and uh, yeah, with the with the new uh, assistant running it, um, you know, Mr. King, uh, it'll be yeah, it'll just be fascinating to watch. So there you have it, Matt Boldy, fifth best value contract in the NHL. As of now, uh, you can check out more of that article from Dom at The Athletic. We've got Milestone Watch coming up as well this season. Marc-Andre Fleury climbing the leaderboard. And so we'll discuss that to finish today's show after this. Final segment of today's episode of Locked on Wild. Once again, thank you for making Locked on Wild your first listen each and every day. For the everydayers, again, keep an eye out as we get closer for Locked on Wild Boot Camp. We are going to take you through everything you need to know about the Minnesota Wild, including how they stack up amongst the rest of the division and the Western Conference as well. We've got crossovers planned. With other Lockdown Wild hosts, we will be having some uh, other guests as well. We're putting you through the ringer in August and September as we get closer to the start of the season. Alex, Wild PR put out the following tweets. Actually, I think it was NHL PR retweeted by Wild PR. Marc-Andre Fleury enters his 20th season, just eight wins shy of the second most in league history. How many games will Flurry need in 2023-2024 to pass Patrick Waugh for the number two spot on the all-time wins list? I put, <laughs> in jest, I said nine. But let's, let's look at this because <laughs> the expectation this year, once Philip Gustafson signs, is that it's not going to be a 1A, 1B. It will be Gustafson as the starter, and it will be Flurry as the backup. So there's going to be a reduced workload, you would imagine, for Flurry. But you know what? What do we expect from Mark Andre Flurry as this season gets going? He's a year older, and he had some great moments throughout the course of the season. But it seems just more and more like his play style is the exact opposite of what Philip Gustafson brings on the ice. And I got to imagine that that is tricky for the team to navigate, especially when you have those guys playing back to back. Yeah, I think they're really going to pick and choose, uh, you know, who he plays against, maybe, you know, against some opponents that aren't, uh, you know, high fire, uh, firepowered, um, you know, try to 
find when the you know spots in the schedule where teams are playing off a back to back, you know, so you're getting their backup goalie and you know they might be ti- you know tired uh, from the previous um, game, and so <laughs> that might help just with with the way Flurry plays. You know, like you said, kind of just helter skelter sometimes, kind of all over the place. His athletic, uh, you could put it, uh, type of style. You know, it's it's clearly worked uh, for him, um, but. Yeah. Uh, for whatever reason with the wild, um, you know, how they play defensively, you know, it's sometimes, sometimes it, uh, it can get away from, <laughs> from him a little bit. And, you know, you let in multiple goals in a short amount of time. And so, yeah, I think, uh, kind of like how they did it, um, you know, before Gus kind of went on his really hot streak, they, they really kind of sheltered, um, who Gus played with. And so now it might be, uh, the complete opposite. Um, and so, yeah, I you know it. Um, I think uh, I think they're going to be highly motivated though to get a flurry that record um, yeah. as quick as as they can because I think both sides realize that this is this is the end uh, upcoming and uh, you know it'd be really fun fun to, for him to do it at home too. I think yes. they'll definitely try to you know if once they get you know pretty close if if they can find a game that he can do it at home that you know that brings in people. Uh, and, uh, you know, that people live for those types of, of games to be in, a you know, where, Hey, this is where flurry, um, broke our, you know, or continue to, you know, break a record. So, um, just looking at the schedule, the first back to backs for the wild, ironically are the Sweden games, uh, on the 18th and the 19th of November. So you would imagine he'll get one of those Definitely. probably Ottawa, probably <laughs> Ottawa yeah. because then you play Toronto in the next one. Um, so that would be my guess there, but they start against the Florida Panthers on the 12th of October. Then you play at Toronto at Montreal. So maybe one of those probably if, if it's me, I probably go Gus, Gus flurry. Yeah. And play flurry against Montreal on the road. Then you have the Kings and the blue jackets and the Oilers at home. So at Montreal home against Columbus, probably your, your first two flurry starts. Then you host Edmonton on the 24th at Philly. Don't want him against Edmonton. <laughs> no. At Philly, at Washington, at New Jersey. Um, oh, and at, yeah. At Philly, at Washington, at New Jersey to finish off October. So Flurry at Philly. And then maybe Washington too. And then Gus definitely gets the Devils. Yes. So probably not going to get it until... I would say sometime before the end of the year, because if we use just, if we use just math, he started 45 games this year and won 24 games. So that's like a 53% winning percentage. And so if you take even that same number, he would be able to do it in like 15 starts, which is probably going to be, again, I'll, I'll just put a circle in December and say that that's probably when that's going to happen. You would hope if things aren't going well, then that just becomes kind of one of your goals as the season goes, but it it will be, it should be Gus getting somewhere around 45, 50 starts and then push flurry down into more of the 35 to 30 range. I think 50, 30 is just about the perfect way to do it. 
Yeah, I, and I would I would think uh, you know Flurry would agree with that, and uh, you know help keep him healthy uh, you know, as he's another year older, and that's such a demanding position. And you know I think uh, he is going to have that motivation to you know to to pass an all time great like Patrick Waugh. He's yeah. definitely um, you know he that's what he wants more than anything for sure. And it will be interesting to see as well because the goaltending was so good for this team last season. You would assume that there will be some level of regression because that's just that's just how sports works. If a thing, no Matt Dumba either, yeah. If a thing is good, the next year the expectation is that it's going to be slightly worse, especially with the situation that the Wild are in, where they really haven't done much more than retain. There will be a couple of youngsters that will help in the lineup, Brock Faber, most notably. But the expectation is that this team is going to slightly fall off from what they did this past season, unless the offense improves from being like dead last in most (laughs) strength categories this season. So I would imagine it'll happen sometime either before we flip the calendar to 2024 or shortly after. I don't think it'll be something that they're waiting until the end of the season to get. If that's if that's the case, we have hit a major problem. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's uh, it's just going to be fascinating. Uh, you know, they uh, I remember us doing this this last year and after that uh, Colorado came and oh. and then the start, uh, I was like, "Oh my god." <laughs> you know, we were here in the Bedard like you know, early, it was like, oh my goodness, no, we cannot have this team go in complete uh, tank mode. But, you know, they, they turned it around, Gus turned it around. And so, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully with, uh, with Brock uh, becoming a full-time NHLer and then hopefully uh, improvements from, from Kalen Addison uh, five on five, you know, that, uh, you know, that they can keep it, you know, close to that level. Obviously, like you said, regression is probably going to occur, but, you know, hopefully they can keep the ship above the water and, yeah. and still make the playoffs. And as I said on today's show, a willingness from the coaching staff to allow these young kids to learn without being afraid of making mistakes or fear of losing their spot in the lineup. Mm-hmm. Marco like, Rossi. <laughs> Rossi. Let, let's just let these guys learn and learn through potential failure. Let them do their thing. So we'll, we'll see. We're, we're going to get full, fully into the schedule, expectations, player by player, Uh, for this team, special teams, units, offense, line combinations. That's that's all coming up on uh, Lockdown Wild Boot Camp. So make sure you circle August 1st on your calendar because we're rolling out. uh, We're rolling out a ton of content for you. Plans are plans are in the works behind the scenes. And so hopefully that will be enjoyable as we gear up for the start of the season. But that will do it for today's episode. Uh, so thank you, as always, for tuning in to another episode of Lockdown Wild. Again, if this is your first time listening to Lockdown Wild, make sure that you subscribe on YouTube and your favorite podcast platforms so you don't miss out on any new content. And a better way to even make sure one step more that you don't miss out is to turn notifications on so that you'll get one when new videos are released. 
Uh, if you're one of the everydayers who tunes in each and every day of the week, gives us great conversation in the top or in the uh, in the comments. We appreciate that. We thank you for being part of the Lockdown Wild community. And uh, we hope to hear from you again on tomorrow's episode. Either way, make sure that you stay tuned because we've got new content all week long as part of the Locked On Podcast Network.